Hey guys, this is me, your dude at Super Robots. We're back with another super exciting, super fun episode of World's Famous. This time out, we're going to flip the script and we're going to talk about all the movies that I saw in the year of 2021. It's going to be a hoot. It's going to be a hoot and a half, dude, but don't worry, man. Even if you're not the biggest movie fan of the world, there is still a ton of fun stuff out there. But until we get to it, Grandmaster Grandpa, kick that beat. OKIC Robot, let's get this party started right. Let's get this party started quickly. This is world's famous with IC robot. Our boys, unable to get on the air due to a faulty tower, have to find another way to spread the news. This is not good. We are going to have to get up to Bethlehem Tower and fix the transmitter if we are going to be able to spread the news about Tab Cola. Let's go back in the living room. <sighs> okay, man. Uh, let's see. We can fight our way through uh, downtown and climb the tower, I guess. Unless you have, uh, I don't know, any other suggestions of any sort? Oh, okay. I have one idea, but it's a long shot. I mean, at this point, honestly, Ed, anything's a long shot. Let's hear it. What do you got? A hang glider directly onto the roof should get you there quickly and safely. We used to fly gliders off my porch back in 86. I had former Governor Jerry Brown up here with Wavy Gravy and we used to fly all the time. It's a hoot. Wait man, you know Wavy Gravy? That guy is so cool. What was this about hang gliders? Oh dude, uh, the transmitting tower on Bethlehem, uh, tower is, is down right now. We're gonna, we're thinking maybe we can hang glide on there, like Escape from New York style and like hook it and then maybe like go in there and, and fix it. It's, I, it's, it's kind of a wild plan. That sounds pretty scary, bro. There is no way I would ever do that. I mean, unless there were some cubes involved. Are there cubes involved? Well Derek, I don't know. There could possibly be some cubes in the tower. Do you think you might be interested in going there and checking the tower? Ed, come on dude, you can't ask Derek to do this. He's uh, he, he's, look at him, he's, he's turning green. He's like greener than when we last looked, man. He's uh, going full zombie right now. I'm not a zombie, bro. I just really need a cube. If I get one, I will be straight. Listen Ed, I trust you, bro. If you tell me it's safe then I will give it a shot but, if I find any cubes they are mine to keep. Comprende? Yes, I comprende, it is perfectly safe. Have you ever hang glided before? It's easy to learn if you haven't. Ed, come on, you can't do this dude, Derek cannot hang glide to Bethlehem Tower, I'll do it, okay, I'll do it. I don't want to do it but I'll do it, I, I, I don't feel comfortable sending this uh this half zombie junkie out there in, 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 into the sky. Hey bro, it's my choice and I have made up my mind. I am going to do it. Ed, where is the glider? Let's go, I really need to get a cube. Derek, if you go, you gotta fix the tower, that's the most important thing. Oh, yeah, don't worry, I will look at the tower after I find the cubes. No Derek. Tower first, cubes second. Do you got it? You gotta get the tower. Bro Ham, I get it. Look at the tower after I find the cubes. Ed, come on man. Let's get flying. I really need those cubes. That's the spirit, Derek. Let me show you to the launch pad. It's over this way. Now let's return to Earth.
ザ・トラディション・オブ・オール・トラディションズザ・ビッグ・ムービー・リスト Hey, this is me, Icy Robots, and I am back from that、uh, Food Cube adventure. Man, this is, I think, the longest running tradition that we have here at Icy Robots Radio. Let's take a look. We have the big movie list、uh, 2018, 2019, 2020, and now 2021. What, what this is basically is I go to the movies like a lot. I watch a lot of movies, I like the movies, and every time I see one, I write it down on a list. I have a list on the wall near my desk. On a clipboard, and I just、uh, I jot down the name of the movie, the date I saw it, and then I give it a mic rating. This is something I've been doing for a long time. I just like to um I like to keep track of the movies that I see, man. It's just, uh I, I, I guess like a lot of people use like Letterboxd or these different things, but I, I've been doing this so long that I don't want to switch over from the um from like the hard copy. But you know, whatever works for you, whatever works for me. That's just,、uh, it is what it is. 2021 was a weird movie year. 2020 was a super weird movie year. And this one was even, even weirder because the theaters opened up around here. Let's, let's take a look. I know the first movie that I saw in the theater, they opened up around, around March. It says March 26th was the first time I went back to the,、uh, back to the movies. So that was like, That was like three months of sitting around watching like Netflix movies and things, and that's all fine and good, but nothing beats the,、uh, the big screen experience. But for those first three months, there wasn't even anything like coming out because there were just no movies made during the year of 2020. But hopefully, hopefully things get back on track. They're already starting to get a bit, bit、uh, back onto the normal. So let's take a look. This is the big movie list. 2021. This year I saw a total of 51 movies, new movies. I don't keep track of like older movies that I might see during the course of the year because to me those would go on the list of,、uh, you know, for example, like 1987 or 1988. I only, I only chart the movies that came out this year. At the beginning of the year, there is like a period where I do see like a few from, from last year, but I try, to, I try to keep that within like the first month of the year. But there's no. There's no hard and fast rules for this. This is all just like, this is all my thing. So let's, uh, let's dive in. The first movie I saw was on the 24th of January. It was a movie called Jungle Land. It was a boxing film with, uh, what's his name? Charlie Hunnam, who you might know from Sons of Anarchy. I thought it was okay. I gave it three mics. The second movie I saw was The Little Things. This one had Denzel Washington and Jared Leto and, uh, What's his name from、uh, Mr. Robot, who was also、uh, Freddie Mercury? I forget. But at any rate, this was, this was a big one because this was kind of like the first movie, new movie, that had come out in a while. It was on HBO Max. I saw it. I thought it was okay. I gave it three mics. Then we saw Nomad Land. Nomad Land came out the year before. This is,、uh, this is a movie about like, traveling Amazon workers. I liked it a lot. I gave it four mics. It did really well around、uh, award times, as I recall. Then there was. On the 27th of February, this big jumps. We go 21st of January, then the 30th of January. I saw two in a row. Then it's not for like another 20 days that I saw Nomad Land, and then like another, another couple weeks till I saw I Care a Lot. This had Rosamund Pike and、uh, what's his name from Game of Thrones, who was Tyrion Lannister. I, I can't recall his name at the moment. This is, this is early in the morning for me. Right now, and I'm gonna be honest with you guys, my brain's i a little scattered. We've been going through, we recently had a、uh, we had a death in the family recently, and my brain's a little scattered right now. It's hard to hard to focus on this stuff, but also doing stuff like this kind of keeps your brain active. This one, 
this one was like a like a con man movie, and I, I recall liking it quite a bit. I gave it four mics. It's on Netflix right now, as I recall. Then we saw the Snyder Cut, the Snyder Cut of Justice League. I thought this was pretty cool. It's monumentally long. Monumentally long. As I recall, we watched it over the period of a week. We watched like an hour here, and then an hour the next day, and then an hour the next day. It really, it really expands on the characters, and I find that the end scene, there's like an extra credit scene at the end with... Jared Leto as the Joker and stuff. I thought that scene was dynamite, and I would, I would like to see more uh, Snyder movies in the Justice League. But you never know. Then the next day, I saw a movie called Dave Builds a Maze. I saw this one on Amazon. It was, it was interesting. It's on Amazon right now, and if you like like little quirky movies, I would recommend it. It's about this guy who builds a cardboard maze in his house, and the maze just keeps expanding and expanding and expanding, and eventually he gets lost inside, and his friends have to go find him. It's cute, man. It's a good movie. Very, very good set design. The maze itself was very, very interesting. I I like this. I gave it three and a half mics. And then the day after, on the 24th, I saw a movie called The History of Time Travel. This was also on Amazon. At this point, man, I remember... I was just thirsting for new movies. I was just like, I had a thirst, and I, I I looked this one out, and it's kind of it's kind of a fake documentary about time travel. In this world, time travel already exists, and they they're looking at what happened with it through the uh, form of a fake documentary. It's kind of interesting. I didn't think it was all that great, but I did I did like it. I gave it two and a half mics. I don't feel like they went far enough, but it's it's fun. If you if you have Amazon Prime, look it up. The history of time travel. Then this was the first movie. Back in the theaters, it was Nobody, which was kind of an action movie with uh, Bob Odenkirk from Better Call Saul, from Breaking Bad, from uh, any number of things. You know Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk is a legend. And this one, he plays a uh, action star. He's beating people up. It was pretty fun. It was wacky, though, to be back in the theaters for the first time. I just, I was so happy. I remember that day just, like, being in there and, like, taking pictures of the movie theater and, like... It was a lot of fun. I gave that one three mics. Then we saw Godzilla vs. King Kong. This was another HBO Max movie. It was, it was okay. I, I didn't like the ending. I think the wrong man won, if you ask me. I'm a big fan of one of these monsters and only a little bit of a fan of the other monsters. But, you know, it is what it is. And then we saw a movie called Doors. I saw this one on Voodoo. This one was interesting, too. This was kind of a little sci-fi movie, and in it... There are all these portals opening up all around the world that take you to kind of like an alternate dimension. It's like our world, but it's not, it's not the same. It's like four, it was like four or five different vignettes about the different tales involving the doors. It was, it was cool, man. Three mics. And then I saw a movie called The Stowaway. This one is interesting because I have hardly any recollection of seeing this. I had to, um, I had to look it up. I did, like, I don't know, man, a very small bit of research before diving into the list. I, I just like to dive right in. This has Anna Kendrick and Tony Collette, and they are on a deep space mission when they discover that one of the, one of the launch crew workers has accidentally been on the ship the whole time after, after launch, and there's only limited supplies, only limited life support, and they have to decide what to do with this guy. It was, it was okay. Three mics. And then I saw The Army of the Dead. This is a zombie movie with Dave Bautista. And the, the basic gist of it is that they are trying to, they're trying to do a heist during the zombie invasion. They're trying to rob a casino. I thought it was pretty cool. Three and a half mics. This was, this was kind of the start of movies that had been made the year before. 
if that makes sense. This was like the first one of the big movies that had been in production during the bug. Then I saw The Wrath of Man. This was another one I saw at the movie theater. It is a... It's a Guy Ritchie joint. I love Guy Ritchie. You might know him from Lockstock and Two Broken Barrels. You might know him from Snatch. He's he's really great. British director, makes movies like The Gentleman with like British tough guys. He's one of my favorites, but I didn't feel like this one was that great. The the fact that it took place in in the United States kind of took away a lot of the appeal to me. I like I like British tough guys. I gave that one three mics. I saw it in May, May 23rd. Then we saw The Quiet Place Part 2. This was another one we saw at the theater. I gotta be honest, I thought The Quiet Place was only okay. I thought it was an interesting premise, and I, I, I was definitely in on a sequel. But this one, this one was only alright, in my opinion. It's like, it's like a prequel, and then a follow-up all combined. I gave it three mics. Then there was another Amazon movie. This was a big period. We saw only one movie during a two-month period. We saw Quiet Place on the 31st of May, and then it was two months until we saw this movie Future War. This this was another Amazon one. It stars Chris Pratt, and I don't know. I, I thought it was a mess. I gave it two mics. The next movie after that was one we rented on Vudu. It was called The Werewolves Within. This one was kind of fun, kind of a silly... uh. Like a horror comedy, it had a uh, Milana Vaintrub in it, who you might know from those AT&T commercials. I think she's delightful. This one, this one was cute. I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't too long or anything, and it had some, had some funny parts, some interesting parts. I gave it three mics, and then we saw Black Widow. This was probably like the first like giant movie of the year. This one actually played at the Artie Farty Theater on Summerfield. I gave it three and a half mics. I honestly didn't think it was that great. I, I find that like a lot of these Marvel movies, they're fine. They're fine when you add them into, like, the long-running Marvel story, but, like, standing alone, only a few of them are really that interesting. And this was one of those that's not that interesting, but it was it was cool, man. It introduced us to a Florence Pugh in the Marvel Universe, and that's that's really great. And after that, we saw The Purge. We saw The Purge the next week. I'm a big fan of The Purge. I, 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 I don't know, man. It's just, like... It's super scary, and it's super weird to me, and I just I enjoy the mythology of the Purge. I gave this one three mics. This was this was the final Purge. It's the forever Purge. It was, it was okay. And after that, the next week, we saw Old. We saw Old at the Artie Farty Theater on Summerfield. The Artie Farty Theater started playing some more mainstream movies, which I, which I definitely did appreciate because it's near my house, and I didn't have to go very far. I thought Old is okay. It's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. It's about uh, these people get stuck on this beach, and on the beach you start to age rapidly. You'll be dead. You'll be dead in hours. It's cool, man. I liked it. My guy Teen Wundle did not like it, but I thought it was pretty fun. Not amazing. Three mics. The follow-up to that was The Suicide Squad. This was another one that was on HBO Max, and I thought this was really great, dude. I gave it three and a half mics. It was very much in tune to what I would want from a Suicide Squad movie. It's wacky. Lots of violence, lots of cartoon violence, really over-the-top, disgusting things. Three and a half mics. I enjoyed it. After that, we saw The Green Knight. This was an Arthurian tale, the tale of the Green Knight, the, the famed the famed poem. This one, this one was pretty good too, man. Amazing art direction. There's a scene with these giants walking around that's just, just mind-blowing. I thought this was really good. Four mics, very enjoyable. And then the next day, we went back to the movies the next day. This is, uh, let's see, this is August 9th, and then August 10th, we saw Stillwater. This one has Matt Damon, and in this movie, he plays the father of a girl who gets accused of murder while on trip to Europe, and he has to go to Europe and try to get, 
try to find justice for her. I enjoyed this one. It was all right. Three mics. Then we saw Reminiscence. This movie was really lame to me. I'm sorry. I, I did not like it at all. It had Hugh Jackman, another HBO, HBO Max joint. This is one you would not see unless it was, like, available easily in your house, if you dig what I'm saying. I gave it two mics, and after that, we saw Awake. This was another Netflix movie. It stars uh, Gina Rodriguez, who I like a lot, and in this one, something's happening in the world, and people can no longer fall asleep, and uh, all kinds of hilarity ensues. Not really. It's a horror movie. Very scary stuff. It was only okay. 2.5 mics. After that, we were back in the theater for Don't Breathe, Part 2. I thought Don't Breathe Part 1 was pretty good. And I was looking forward to Don't Breathe Part 2. It did not disappoint. Very, uh, very grindhousey, very violent. I gave it three mics. And then we saw a movie called The Gateway. We rented this one on Vudu. And we watched it at home. It had a uh, Frank Grillo in it. Very, very forgettable movie. Two mics. I, I can't really recommend it either way. After that was a movie called Kate. This was another Netflix movie. It had uh, the fantastic Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I didn't really like this one that much. It was kind of kind of too derivative of other things, in my opinion. I didn't think it was a bad movie by any stretch. Action joint set in Japan. Had a lot of nice scenery and a lot of good camera work. Two and a half mics. After that, we were back in the theater. This was October 1st. We saw a movie called Cop Shop. This one was one I was looking forward to forever. One of my favorite actors of all the time in space is a guy that goes by the name of Gerard Butler. And another actor of mine in all the time in space is a guy who goes by the name of Frank Grillo. And in this one, they are on opposing sides. It was a really fun movie. Very grindhousey. Very, very violent. Three and a half mics. After that, we saw The Mini Saints of Newark on the 4th of October. This was a prequel movie about The Sopranos. I thought it was okay. It was not, like, super Soprano-esque, you know? You see, like, young Tony and a young all these people, but it wasn't it wasn't up to snuff with the Sopranos, but it was okay. Three mics, then we were back in the cinema again. We saw Shang-Chi. I did not think Shang-Chi was all that great. It was okay, but at the end, it turns into, like, a very dark cartoon, like, with dragons, and I don't know, man. It just, I didn't think it was that great, to be honest with you. Two mics. The follow-up to that, we're back in the theater a couple weeks later on the 24th of October to see a movie called The Last Duel. This one had Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. It was a Ridley Scott movie. A lot of good action, a lot of interesting things going on. Three and a half mics. After that, we saw Dune. We saw Dune on HBO Max, and this movie was fantastic. There was, like, giant set pieces and amazing effects and stuff. Very... Very good stuff for Mike's. I would not be surprised to see this one do well at the uh, Academy Awards. After that was a movie called The Guilty. And this movie is the polar opposite of Dune. This is like the bug era filmmaking at its finest. It stars Jake Gyllenhaal and he is a cop who is in a 911 call center and the entire movie takes place inside the 911 call center. I didn't think it was that great. Two and a half mics. After that, we saw the latest from Wes Anderson. This was a movie known as The French Dispatch. It was cool. Very Wes Anderson-y. We saw it over at the RD Farty Theater on the 1st of November. I gave it three mics. Very quirky. Very pretty. A lot of good acting. It was set in a different vignette. You, if you like Wes Anderson, go see it by all means and you'll be happy. After that was the latest from Edgar Wright. 
This was a movie called The Last Night in Soho. I thought this was pretty good. Critics seem kind of like a... You're not very, like... This one has critics a little divided. Some people seem to like it a lot. Other people don't like it so much. I thought it was pretty cool. It had the delightful Thomas and McKenzie. I gave it four mics. And then we saw a movie that was called For Those That Want Me Dead on HBO. This was actually the first movie we started with on the At The Movies era. No, that's not true. I think the movie we started with was Dune. I apologize for taking that back, but... I've been doing a show called At The Movies with IC Robots on Patreon, supportthereport.com. If you're not down with that, go check it out. It's a lot of fun. I talk about movies. If you think this is cool, it's very, very in line with this, but also a little more entertaining than me reading a list. Uh, for those that want me dead, had a, uh, what's her name, Angelina Jolie as a deep woods firefighter who's like trying to save a boy from murder. It was okay. Three mics after that was The Eternals. This was a giant Marvel movie that, again... Critics are a little divided. Some people thought it was cool. Some people thought it was trash. I was kind of in the middle. 3.5 mics, directed by Chloe Zhao, who did Nomadland. So you start off with some Chloe Zhao, movie number three, and then movie number 38 is another Chloe Zhao, who you might know from The Writer. The follow-up to that was Spencer. This is a Princess Diana biopic that stars Kristen Stewart. If there is any justice in the world... Kristen Stewart will get an Oscar nomination for her role of uh, Princess Di. She didn't get one from the uh, Screen Actors Guild, so who knows? The uh, Screen Actors Guild Awards are, are trash, but uh, at any rate. The next movie we saw was a movie called Bruce L. Spencer, Three and a Half Mics. After that, on the 22nd of November, we saw a movie called Bruised. This was a Netflix movie with, uh, what's her face, Halle Berry. She plays an MMA fighter. It was only okay. Two mics. The follow-up to that was what was the worst movie I saw this year. A movie called Queen Pins with Kristen Bell where she is trying to do some kind of like, some kind of like coupon scam and Vince Vaughn is in it. There's a lot of toilet humor. Not good at all. After that was King Richard. We saw that on the 27th of November on HBO. This is the story of the Williams sisters of tennis fame and their father. Pretty good. There's a lot of talk about Will Smith, who plays King Richard, getting a Oscar nomination, and it, it wouldn't be undeserved. Three and a half mics. After that, we saw Belfast. This was a pretty good one. Kenneth Branagh directed joint we saw over at the Artie Farty Theater. It tells, tells some stories of the days of the Troubles, his early life. Four mics stars Jamie Dornan. Pretty good stuff, man. I really liked it. After that, the next movie we saw was Don't Look Up. We saw this at the theater. I really wanted to check it out. I'm a big fan of Adam McKay. But partway through the movie, the power went out. I remember that. We're sitting there, the power went out, and we had to see it later on HBO Max. But I did think that it was really great. Very controversial movie, and I don't know why. If you think this movie's controversial, maybe the movie is about you. But uh, at any rate, four mics. After that was The Power of the Dog. This is another movie that's getting a lot of, a lot of Oscar buzz for Benedict Cumberbatch. It's okay. It's a cowboy movie, a very, very dry, very slow very quiet western, but I, I did enjoy it. Three and a half mics. He he could very well win the Oscar for this. I would not be surprised. Then we saw Spider-Man, the most delightful movie of the year. I gave this four mics. I loved it. You've probably already seen it. If you haven't seen it already, you'll definitely see it in the future, but very, very cool stuff, man. Really great. Like, a lot of history built up into this one moment. And then after that, one of my most anticipated movies of the year, a movie called Licorice Pizza. This was a Paul Thomas Anderson joint of Boogie Nights fame. This is a tale of 70s L.A., and I I just thought it was great. I loved it. Four mics, definitely see that when we get the chance. After that, I saw a movie called Red Rocket. 
This one kind of snuck up on me. It stars Simon Rex of MTV fame, and in it he plays a washed-up porn star trying to get his life back on track. Very, very good movie. If there was any justice in the world, Simon Rex would be getting an Oscar nomination. Those are words I never thought I would say, but I, I, I believe those are true, because he was terrific in it, and it was a terrific movie for Mike's. Then we saw The King's Man. This was the prequel to The Kingsman. You know, The Kingsman, the spy movies. Very cool stuff set during a World War One era. I liked it a lot. Three and a half mics. We are at the final two. We saw a movie known as The Matrix on HBO Max. I myself, I'm not a Matrix scholar. I've seen the first Matrix. I may have seen parts of the other ones. So to me, The Matrix goes like this. Movie one. Then somehow they defeat the Matrix, and then you go back to this movie that just came out, and in it somehow Neo is sucked back into the Matrix. I thought it was okay. Three mics. Then after that was a movie that surprised the heck out of me. I'm going to be honest. It's a movie called Pig with Nicolas Cage. This one's on Hulu right now. If you have Hulu, go see it. In this, he plays a guy who's, uh, who's truffle-catching pig has been stolen from him. He makes a living selling truffles and his pig has been stolen and he goes to Portland to try to capture the pig back. Very, very good stuff. I know it sounds weird and it sounds like any number of these weird Nicolas Cage movies that he's made over the years, but this one, this one was really great. Go see it. It's a movie called Pig. Very interesting look at grief. So there you have it, my guys. The 51 movies that I saw this year. Not bad. Last year, I didn't see the year before that. 2020, I didn't see very many at all. The year before that, I was at the movie theater a hundred times. So we're starting to get back. We're starting to get back on track. Things will be normal before you know it, hopefully, until that time comes. Watch movies at home. Watch movies at the theater. Always watch movies. Movies are great. Movies are life. To me, movies are life. I don't care about anything as much as I care about movies, like how some people care about sports. I care about the cinema. So there you go. That's the list. Consider hopping over to supportthereport.com. You can listen to At The Movies just about every week. And whenever I go to the movies, I do an At The Movies, and it's really great, like Siskel and Ebert type stuff, and I think that you would like it if you gave it a shot. So supportthereport.com. Consider helping out your boy. Let's, uh, I don't know. Let's move forward. My throat hurts. Up next, a look at this week's market acquisitions i went to the flea market and it wasn't very fun blah 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 i i did go i went to two I actually went to two flea markets the one that was formerly at the vets building and is now on santa rosa avenue and then another one that is out in sebastopol the sebastopol flea market has opened up again and i gotta say both were kind of a bummer, and it makes me sad because the Veterans Building Flea Market was like hardly ever a bummer, but this one that's in the parking lot on Santa Rosa Avenue, it is almost always a bummer, and it makes me sad because at one time it's like we had this really big flea market culture, and now it's uh, it's withering. We've lost the dig. Hopefully the dig will open up again someday. The dig is the Goodwill outlet store that I used to hang and bang at. That's That's been closed for, I don't know, man, forever since this whole thing started with the bug dude go out there please get your vaccine please wear your mask i need for this stuff to be over so the dig can open up and hopefully again we can use the vets building parking lot but uh it is what it is as of right now and all you can do in life is is like make the best of the things that are around you so we did we did go to both and at the first one i don't know man i did not i did not find anything i honestly 
I didn't even, like, see anything that was, uh, that interesting. I did look, man. When I get there and I'm not, like, when I'm not in my best spirits, when I'm not in my best spirits for flea marketing, to me, that's the time you have to dig the deepest. You really gotta, like, you gotta look internally. You gotta look into your heart and you gotta go through all these boxes that are in front of you because I would feel even worse if I went to the flea market and I was being a flea market grump and then I, I passed up, let's say, a boxed uh, G.I. Joe vehicle that was just right there and I didn't see it because I was a grump and then my brother-in-law is going to come up to me and he's going to say, hey, why didn't you see this uh, boxed USS flag that was sitting there, dummy? Now I got it and it only cost $4. I, I don't think that happened this week because, man, I dug deep. I dug deep into all these boxes. I looked and I looked and I looked, but I... I just didn't come up with anything that was cool at uh, the Santa Rosa flea market. The wife did. She got a box of these weird old light bulbs. They're like these light bulbs from like the 50s. They're all weird colors. And she she used them uh, on this Christmas star that we have. We have this big star that um, you use like you hang it on the side of your house. And it's, it's really cool. It belonged to my grandfather at one time. It's like a family heirloom to me. But it's... It's been out of commission. We haven't been able to find, like, the right bulbs, like, the right kind of bulbs, the proper vintage bulbs. So we got that. So when summer, Christmas, rather, rolls around again, we're going to be able to get that out there. And it's going to it's gonna shine bright throughout the neighborhood, making everybody happy, bringing joy to the heart of all. I I wasn't as lucky. Like I said, I didn't get anything there. Then we, we dipped over to the Sebastopol flea market, which... Every year it closes up for a few weeks at the end of December on into January. That's like typically our our rainy period and the Sebastopol flea market is uh it's on dirt, so it gets really muddy. So they just they just shut down for a while, holiday break, and this was the week where they first opened up and I was I was really looking forward to it. I kinda thought with the uh loss of the veterans building and everything that this might be a resurgence in the Sebastopol flea market, and it still might be, but there wasn't anybody out there this week. I'm not sure that everybody knew that it was opened again. So we were like, we were like in and out of there for, I don't know, man, 20 minutes, maybe. I, I, I looked around. I looked hard. I looked super hard, but didn't find a thing. I came home empty handed, which is always, always a bummer, but it's nice to get out there and, and get some steps or anything. So we went from there to the honey hole. And I, I think that I've, I've talked about these tapes, these audio cassettes that have been like the, the entirety of the, uh, stock of the honey hole. I also think I mentioned that, uh, a store in Petaluma, like a vintage store in Petaluma bought all the tapes that were there. Well, the homie who runs the shop got another, I don't know where he keeps coming up with these, but he got another massive shipment of tapes the whole store was tape central again but when we went in again the same vintage store in Petaluma bought all these tapes so while they were everywhere sitting around none of them were available for your boy to purchase but I tried not to take this I tried not to take this pain to heart so I dug around in there I went into the uh, VHS room yeah this store is so great that they have a whole entire room dedicated to VHS there are boxes and boxes and boxes of tapes like blank tapes sealed blanks store wrap tapes just everything you can imagine so I went in there and I looked around and I looked around this isn't a big room but there are a lot of tapes and I dug and I dug and I dug and I found a movie called Astroteak it's made by noted comic book artist who goes by the name of Mike Allred. If you're into the comic game, you know Mike Allred. Guy is a legend. He is one of my favorite artists of all the time in space. And I didn't even know that a homie made a movie. Apparently this was something he made back in his uh, 
high school slash college days. It's like him and his friends just running around and, and goofing and stuff. And Dark Horse, the comic company Dark Horse, thought it would be fun to make a VHS release of this back in the day. And they did, in fact, do that. And I found it. I've never heard of this. It turns out that it's quite rare now. When you say something's rare, doesn't mean that anybody actually wants it. Rare doesn't always mean valuable, but in this case, rare means just, like, weird and, and fun. So I got that, and I haven't had the chance to watch it yet. Honestly, that's not true. I've had the chance. I just haven't watched it yet. I hear I hear it's not really that great, but at some point I am going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to pop it in. I also bought, I bought, like, 15 blank cassettes, sealed blanks. Blanks are becoming harder and harder and harder to find than I do from time to time record things onto VHS. So I got a bunch of those. I got those for 50 cents a piece. And that's that's a really good price, man. That is honestly a pretty pretty good price for these things. So I got that, and I got that, and then I got a poster. I got a really big poster of one of my favorite rappers of all the times in space, a Brooklyn MC who goes by the name of J. Brew the Damager. MCs try to hang, but it's a Brooklyn thing. Poison slang, poison fang, poison pen. Let me begin trying to rhyme up in my cipher. It's gambling. Jay Rue was one of my favoriteest MCs of all the time in space. Dude was just so cool to me. Brooklyn MC, produced by DJ Premier from Gangstar. Guy was great. Hall of Famer. And I was lucky enough to find, like, this giant record store poster of him. It's great, but it is really big, and I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. If I were to hang it up, it would, like, it would have to go on the ceiling, you know, the ceiling of the garage, because it is just enormous, but I'm glad that I have it. I rescued it from, like, this, uh, giant pile of posters. At the honey hole, there is a whole room full of posters. There are some, like, legitimate straight-up movie posters, and also, like, a ton of old video store posters, record store posters. The thing is, they're all rolled up, and they're all kind of crinkled, and none of them are really, like, taken that great a care of. So, you might find something cool, and I have found, like, a cool thing or two over the time, but a lot of time it's just, like, it's too crinkled. It's fine, but it's still a little too crinkly, and he wanted, he wanted, like, a full-on premium for these. At, at one point, I remember I, I found, like, a Chasing Amy video store poster, and he wanted, like, 20 bucks, which is, like, that's way too much for a video store poster of that magnitude, and I... I didn't really, like, dip into that poster room all too much, but with all the tape sold and everything, I decided, eh, I'll go in there and I'll start digging. And, and, and since the last time I was in there, there were, like, way more posters than there have ever been before. There were, like, millions. They were piled up everywhere. And I went through, I went through a ton of them. To be honest, I made quite a mess in there, like, pulling them out, unrolling, and then, like, putting them on the floor because I didn't want to go through the same ones twice. And I, I found a Red Man poster. I found this one, I found a few others, I found some movie posters that were okay, but nothing that, like, I felt like I needed to take home, you know, I didn't find, like, an alien poster, there was no Star Wars or any, anything like that. In, in the world of movie poster collecting, I really need, next for my collection, an alien poster. Shout out to the nerdy blogger, alien number one fan. I need to get, like, a poster from the original alien flick. I, I've been in, in, like, a looking mode for one of these, sorry, something, something just fell outside. It sounded weird. Like, they're doing some construction next door, and it sounded like they dropped a, dropped an anvil. But at, at any rate, I've needed this alien poster for a while, and when I started, when I started looking into one, they were like 150, 200 bucks for like one in decent shape, which is like, that's not nothing, dude. That's not nothing to drop on a poster, but now they're in the four or $500 range, so I don't know if I'll ever be able to get up on one, because that's just like, that's too much for me to pay for a poster, man. I... 
I don't mind paying for something if I think the value is going to hold or the value is going to go up. But I feel like it may be like 150 this would have been a good purchase because I could see it maybe potentially going up as high as like the four or five hundred. But buying it like four or five hundred, it's not going up to a thousand. You know what I mean? It's not going up to like nine hundred dollars. It's probably going to stay steady at the four hundred dollar range. So it's not, it's not an awesome investment. It is an awesome poster. Maybe I could get like a replica. But I got to admit, your boy is not into replica posters. If I'm gonna take up space in the living room, I want like a legitimate poster that hung in a movie theater back in 1977 when it came out. If you know what I'm saying, but. That's neither here nor there. I did find this J.Ru poster, and I was happy with it. It's here with me now. I got a, I got an issue of Wizard Magazine, issue number 48, which is one I don't have. I'm trying I'm trying to get, like, a full run of Wizard Magazines through the flea market, through, like, junk stores and stuff. When I find one, I buy it. I don't really, I don't really have, like, a mental list of what I have and what I don't have. I have all my Wizards and Oxford files over over on the other side of the office in order. They're great, but I don't know what I don't have. So when I see one, I buy it. I figure, eh, if I already have it, this will be a reading copy or whatever. I can just, like, flip through it when I'm eating soup at lunch or whatnot. But I got that. I got the poster. And I don't know. I think that's about it. I got the VHSs and stuff. It's It's been kind of dry lately for me. I don't know. Sometimes, you know, you're just banging on all cylinders. Sometimes you're just like, not banging at all. And right now we're not really... Not really banging too hard, but it's it's fine. Life is tough. Um, I don't know, my guys. I think that's about it. I think that we are up on it. I apologize for this being a somewhat boring episode. I realize the big movie list isn't really fun sitting here and listening to me like name movies I saw, but it's something that must be done every year for the sake of history. History must know what movies I saw last year. So we'll be back next week. Pretty soon we're going to be up on the top five movies of the year. I still got a couple I haven't seen yet that could potentially be great. And I, I, I do want to check them out before I I do the complete list. But uh, until uh, we meet again, this is me, guys, Super Robots. If you don't like the news, go out there and make some All right, um, man, bring an organ. And you know I got to have that. supported endeavor. If you like what we do here and you look forward to new programming, consider helping us to bring fun stuff every week by heading over to supportthereport.com and tossing a few pounds into the hat. It's important to support things that you enjoy. Thanks and have a great week. Supportthereport.com Everybody love everybody. Right there up on the wall. I don't think so. Incredible strength. Oh wow.